Hi everyone, I'm Elazar, and this is Relationships Revisited. Welcome back. Good to be with you all. Shana Tova, Happy New Year to everybody. So today's episode is about what women unintentionally might do that keep men, keep their men emotionally distant. And without sounding overly cliche, I think it's fair to say that many men tend to find emotional openness, vulnerability, etc. To find all that is as challenging, at at the least. Um, many women want their man at the same time to share more openly. They want their man to be more available, more expressive with what's happening on the inside with his internal worlds. And I think what makes this difficult for men is is multi-layered, and I hope to have some more episodes on this. But today, I do want to address one significant reason, and that is what women unintentionally do that can keep a man closed. And there's no, I hope it's clear that there's no finger pointing here. We're just trying to understand what might happen that reinforces this positioning. So, you know, they say that that a diamond is a girl's best friend. And in the earlier stages of a relationship, a man might think that their lady desires him to to provide a really nice diamond <laughs> or just more simply to, to him to, that he himself needs to be that that diamond that a diamond you know metaphorically here means like that he says and does the right thing that he gets it right that he shines that he sparkles that he can perform in a whole bunch of different ways that he is able to make her feel good to make her laugh to make her feel secure to provide her with her needs, et cetera, et cetera. All that performance-based stuff. And I think there's some truth to this. I think there's truth that that does turn a woman on, that does make a man desirable. And I also think there's a bit of confirmation bias at play here as well, because even before his, his lady conf- confirmed it, so to speak, his experiences throughout life have always told him that he is only as desirable and as lovable as his diamond performance. This comes from years and years of familial and, and social, society, social societal conditioning. Years and years of being praised for performance and feeling loved in that. So even before they met, he already had this perception of himself, and then as it plays out, and she smiles and she appreciates all these these ways that he's performing. He feels good about that, and it creates this kind of feedback loop. I hope I hope that kind of makes sense. So in a sense, he can't even envision possibilities, other possibilities that would generate interest in him, attention and affection towards him, other than these, these performance-based aspects. So the early parts of a relationship, the beginning parts of a relationship are really a a secret. And by secret, I mean kind of an unconscious agreement that he's going to act the part of the refined diamond, of the the one that sparkles and performs, and that she's going to react to it and in in a positive way, of course, and implicitly reinforcing that belief about himself that that's who I need to be in order to be worthy and lovable. And what I what I understand tends to happen is that 
you know, this gets them far enough, this kind of dynamic, everyone playing their role. This this works for a while, okay? There might be some a little bit of discomfort at times, but generally people keep their their positions and they get far enough where there there might be a commitment that then comes forth where they're going to want to take the, the relationship to another level. And once that commitment is established, let's say it's a marriage, for example, um, the performance relationship becomes unsustainable. It becomes it starts to feel like suffocating. It starts to feel that this is not real, and because it's not that now at the level of commitment, there needs to be it needs to, it's it's really a healthy sign that the relationship needs to evolve. It needs to grow. It needs to deepen. And here's the catch, okay? Because in order to evolve, what needs to happen is he needs to feel safe enough that he can show other parts of himself. He can show more of himself. He needs to be able to share his frustration, his sadness, his 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 fear of of failing, of of like the pressure that he experiences of of not being enough and to constantly have to perform. And what happens if I don't? Of needing to be that way, or or else. Am I even worth anything? Will you even want me? But again, he is so sure that these feelings are not desirable because that's the place he doesn't feel good about himself. So why would she want me here? How can I express it? He's so sure that those feelings are not desirable and and they're unwelcome in the relationship because of her unintentional but implicit messaging that has continuously confirmed that I, I need you to be my diamond. I want you to be my diamond. So his vulnerability is then held back by the belief that it will be rejected by her. Okay? And then this is obviously a stuck position. So what happens is they continue to kind of collude and go along with this secret agreement, but it just doesn't work. The relationship is not offering its resources. No one's feeling good here. It feels like a straitjacket. He starts to feel stuck. He starts to feel helpless. He starts to feel depressed. And then she sees that he's depressed and he's he's more withdrawn and she feels more anxious and unhappy. And then he sees that she's unhappy and that, well, he feels even worse and man, it's just not a good situation. So how to break out of this, okay? How to break out, how to get out of this pattern. And there's a saying that the only way out is through. And going through takes courage. Going through requires risk. Going through requires him to share with her some of the things that he feels, or he knows, I would even say, are totally unacceptable, that he doesn't even feel good about. He doesn't want to acknowledge within himself feelings, like we said earlier, that pressure to succeed, that he only feels good enough as a husband if he's making her happy, and how overwhelming it is for him when he feels that he is failing and he's not getting it right. But again, let's be clear that option is not readily available to him because she does not want to hear about any of that. Or at least that's what he's told himself in that implicit, complicit agreement, right? That I'm only as lovable and desirable as the diamond that I'm showing up as. So it's it's reasonable. The conclusion that he comes to Given what she smiled at, what she's, what's made her, what she's gushed at, what she's, you know, she's, what he, he's seen her like happy. What that's, that's confirmed that the relationship 
is based on him showing up in that way. That's what she wants from him. But it's not true. He just doesn't know it. He just, just doesn't know it because he's never experienced any other messaging before. So what can she do? Well, the first thing that she can do to open up this space, this vulnerable space, to make it a little bit less risky for him is to acknowledge that this, that she unintentionally might be playing a part in this, right? And to, to really give him a sense that she wants him, she wants him to share more with her and that it's safe to. There's no pressure here, you don't have to, but I want you to feel that I'll get you. I, I want because I want I want a partner, not a protector. I, I I want you to know that I see all of your efforts. I see your and I see your fear. I can understand it, and it's totally understandable. That I want to, I cherish all parts of you, even the parts that don't shine. And there's so many different ways that she can kind of show that. But I think the first step is just understanding why he feels stuck, why he feels that he can't share these parts of himself, because it will lead to the thing that he fears most, which is rejection of not being enough for her. Just understanding that alone um, and giving that that sense of compassion to him is so is huge. Secondly, is she can actually show him that she has these same similar fears and vulnerabilities. That she knows what it feels like to fear not being enough, that she has that place within her as well and giving her, giving him a chance to catch her in those places. And her having that courage makes the space okay. It's like we can, we can be there and understand each other in that way, it's okay. It, it shows that we all have these parts of us and I, I, I trust you with mine and maybe you'll trust me with, with yours, right? You'll be able to share with me because it, I get it. I have it within myself. And understandably, the worst thing, and which is kind of like the next stage, where is if if he's not being vulnerable enough, right? What often happens is like there's a place of frustration for her and wanting more, and then she might be able to might blame him, might say like, "What's like, you know, put more pressure on him." That that will understandably will just shut him down even more because he'll feel even worse about himself. And rather come to him with a, with understanding that it makes sense for you to hold back your feelings, uh, these, these feelings about yourself that you feel will jeopardize your worth in the relationship, that you feel like I won't want it. I get that. It's like, because I've only smiled and it's shown you that I love the parts of you that shine. If she's able to understand that, that itself makes it so much more safe for him to, to take those risks. Because really it is doing something that he's never experienced before. And thinking about these concepts and kind of relating to the time of year that we're in, you know, these Yamim Noroyim, these these days of awe, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and our focus on Hashem as, as we say, Avinu Malkeno, our Father and our King. Because while a king sets up this ideal, right, that we're supposed to strive for something, right, Hashem expects from us, in that there's a certain sense we can get that we're supposed to be diamonds we're supposed to be perfect we're supposed to get it right we're supposed to meet that ideal and that's that's hard because on the ground floor in reality we mess up all the time we are limited 
we have inclinations, we have moods, we have in all different ways, and we and we fall regularly. And if we're supposed to be just supposed to be diamonds and and live up to this ideal, there's very human little space for human limitation for vulnerability. There's very limit there's very little space for what comes up. What presents himself, what comes up as we strive for that ideal, and we fail time and time again. We do fail, and that's why it's paired with Hashem as Avinu, as our as our Father, because a Father understands context, a Father understands limitations, a Father knows that I created you, <laughs> I gave you this DNA. I'm familiar with all the struggles that you have inside because I wrote that program, so to speak, and I know it's hard. And that father space is then filled with compassion, with 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 understanding. Now there's a soft landing for all those f- difficult feelings that come up in that place of failure, feelings of shame, of f- fear of not being enough. And they're able to be acknowledged. They're able to be acknowledged, able to be seen. And now the relationship can, can be more secure. There, there's room for that. And this helps us stay present throughout and not lose, not withdraw or pull away as those difficult moments come up, but stay in the relationship. And ultimately, that is what everybody wants and needs, that we're together through this, that we have each other, and we continue to strive together. So I hope this is helpful as always, my friends, and I really I hope this, that this was um, something that helps men and women um, but especially as a man myself, um, helping perhaps women understand what can hold us back from sharing more. And it really it's all about feeling safe and secure enough that the person that we need to understand us will, and it won't jeopardize what's most precious to us, which is the relationship, which is them and the relationship. So thanks for joining me, Relationships Revisited. And We're here, we're exploring the space between, and I appreciate you all. See you next time.